Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now, for the past 15 years, companies have been installing solar to reduce their kilowatt-hour energy costs. Solar's reliable, it's got great paybacks, there's easy financing, and the industry's continuing to grow. But solar only reduces your energy costs measured in kilowatt-hours. For a company, many companies, especially medium and big companies, also get billed for demand charges. These demand charges are measured by peak kilowatts per month. So in some cases, these charges are $15 to $20 per kilowatt peak per month. So if a company has a 500 kilowatt peak demand and they have a $15 per kilowatt demand charge, in addition to the kilowatt hour energy charges, they can also pay $7,500 a month or more just for the demand charges. Imagine that. Sometimes it's half of the bill or more for certain companies. And you know, the other thing that's going on is power failures. It's just they're getting more and more commonplace. It's mostly because grid upgrades are not keeping up with EVs that are getting installed and new additional electrical equipment. So if the power was out for your company, your company might as well shut down until the power resumes. You don't have lights. You don't have communications. You can't process credit card charges, things like that. Now, fortunately, new battery and inverter technology is providing a great solution. Companies can use energy that they generate themselves and store to reduce their peak demand charges. It works great with solar. And the other side effect, this is a big benefit, is they have emergency backup power in case of a blackout. So my guest on this week's show is Neil McGuire, CEO of Adara Power. Adara is a Silicon Valley company that integrates battery and inverter technology with software and a control system. They've been selling systems to residential and commercial customers for several years. Their solution reduces peak demand charges, it maximizes the value of net metering, and it also provides backup power. So welcome to the show, Neil. Thanks, Barry. Pleasure to be here. All right, great, great, great having you here. So um, tell us about the solutions that Adara offers to commercial and industrial customers. Yeah, Adara offers a range of battery and inverter systems uh, based on the size of the, the load on the facility. So we have a 30 kilowatt system for small commercial buildings, and then we have a 125 kilowatt solution that can scale up. You can stack these inverters up to 500 kilowatts. So some of the examples of buildings that we're working on are injection molding factories, hotels, and um, different manufacturing locations that have load high loads late into the evening. So what are the components that go into these systems? You have a Basic, you have an inverter, which um, is coupled to a battery stack. So inverters are made by large global companies. Um, inverter Batteries are made by companies like LG Chem, Panasonic, and Samsung. But they do not work for specific customer usage without a control system, a software um, layer on top of it. So we have a small compute, industrial computer with software that tells the inverter when to charge and discharge the batteries and helps to understand what's going on on the specific site in terms of energy being exported to the grid and the loads consumed on site. So why haven't these solutions been available previously? Like kind of, kind of what's changed in the industry that's making these attractive now? What's really attractive are the uh, lithium-ion batteries that... Um, are used on electric vehicles. So capacity has been built around the world. Multiple gigafactories around the world have been built to satisfy the supply for the automotive industry. These same batteries can be used in stationary storage for coupling to solar and renewable energy. 
So the fact that the capacity was built um, by the car industry helped to drive the prices way, way down. So we're seeing year-over-year cost reductions of 10 to 20% on the lithium-ion batteries. And so now you have more and more integrated solutions coming out. And on the inverter side, you also have new technologies, transformerless um, inverters, and the inverter price is being driven down too. So it's really just uh, as electricity prices continue to go up and battery prices are coming down, it's really inevitable that uh, batteries just get deployed with solar moving forward. And and how are these things packaged? I mean, how, how big are these systems in terms of the inverters, the controls, and the batteries? Yeah, for a small uh, commercial building, it would be similar to the size of a refrigerator or a server rack where you'll have a, a set of battery modules and then an inverter in that same rack. For larger scale systems, you may have a 20-foot container out on outside the facility on the side of the uh the side of the building. All right. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what this software does and, and what these demand charges represent at companies. Yeah, we're, you know, a good example of this uh, factory we're looking at. This uh, factory has a $70,000 a month demand charge. And that's all based on equipment turning on and turning off. And they can't control when they're running their equipment. They, they run a second shift operation. They need to turn all the equipment on, and it runs till 11 o'clock at night. Well, with the rate structure they have, there's a peak electricity price uh, on the demand charge that goes till 8 or 9 o'clock at night. So solar helps out in the early part of the day, but it doesn't help out their peak demand charges through 8 o'clock at night. So the battery is monitoring how much energy is being used by the facility, and it's turning on as the solar is dropping. So we'll make a big difference on that $70,000 a month demand charge, and um, there's a really good ROI for this product. And you mentioned hotels. What would the demand profile be like at a hotel? They don't have you know big production equipment, but what's going on right. over hotels there? Hotels are essentially, they're, it's like the opposite profile of an office building. An office building, people come in at 8 or 9 o'clock, and they use electricity and then they turn it off at five o'clock. Well, in a hotel, they're getting up at six in the morning. So there's a big spike in the morning as everybody wakes up in the hotel. And then they all come home at five or six o'clock and they turn on their air conditioners and, and different devices. So the hotel has a big spike in the very early morning and late in the evening. So you can put solar on it to offset the total amount of energy over the month. But that demand charge, that peak kilowatt and that's based on the 15-minute the average, the highest 15-minute average for the month. So you just have one day of a very high temperatures with all the air conditioners on, and that's going to set your limit. And that, in a hotel, occurs at 7, 8 o'clock at night. Wow. So, then, so, the, so what the software does is it watches the demand that's going through the meter, and when it sees getting to the, towards that peak, it says, oh, I'm going to start discharging the batteries into the inverter. So the power that goes into the building is a combination of what PG&E or the utility is generating and your own power so that the net that is drawn from the utility is a heck of a lot lower, and you're reducing the demand that way. That's right. We're constantly monitoring, and uh, we also have historical data based on the last year's data, so we know what, what thresholds and targets to set. All right, and then what about time shifting of, of solar generation? How does that work? Well, solar peaks at 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, um, and a lot of times there's not a lot of use. So in net energy metering, you're putting that back out onto the grid. But electricity rates are changing where you're not getting paid as much for that anymore. 
So really want to self-consume. You're going to store that extra energy in batteries and just discharge it every evening through the peak period. So it's a simpler problem to solve. You're just storing extra solar in the middle of the day, and you're discharging it through the uh, peak period. Yeah. So for example, your your electric rate during the day, say you know ten to two, might be twenty cents a kilowatt hour, but because of of higher demands that are used later in the day in the afternoon, the electric rate in the av- late afternoon might be forty cents a kilowatt hour. So instead of using your solar to run the meter backwards at twenty cents under net metering, you're using your solar to charge up your batteries. And then when the electricity gets up to forty cents a kilowatt hour, you say, "Hey, I'm not going to um, draw power from the utility. I'm going to use my own stored energy in the batteries." And that's the time shifting. That, that works great. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. So so um, how much does a typical system cost the customer? Well, a system, uh, you know, greatly depends on the size of the battery pack. That's what drives the cost of these systems. So um, for a large factory, you may put a megawatt hour of batteries in and 500 kilowatts of inverter, and that could be a $900,000 system. Now, if you have a $70,000 a month electricity bill that you're going after, um, that's where the payback comes out. And we do have some programs in California, some incentives uh, that help offset that. But uh, generally speaking, you can look at uh, 800 to $900 a kilowatt hour for a completely installed system. And so that, that could add up to be, say, you know, for a, a medium-sized or large company, it could be a million-dollar investment. It could be a million-dollar investment. And, um, you know, at the same time, that company is paying $1.5 million a year in electricity costs. Okay, so Neil, we talked about the total cost of the system, but this is like one of those commercials, but wait, there's more. So what are the incentives that business customers can get that are going to reduce the upfront cost of those systems? Yeah, so batteries qualify for a a federal investment tax credit, a 30% credit on the complete cost of the project. Same program that solar qualifies for, batteries qualify provided those batteries are charged off of solar. So that's 30% on the entire project right out out of the gate. Uh, Additionally, California has a really aggressive incentive program right now called the Self-Generation Incentive Program, or SGIP. This makes California the best market in the world for installing energy storage systems. The incentive level steps down over time as more and more product gets put in the ground, which is is exactly how an incentive should work. It's helping to seed the market. It's helping to establish California as the best market and the best state in the world to do business. So as this incentive um, has been budgeted now and rolled out, customers on that million-dollar project, they can get a $400,000 incentive on top of the federal investment tax credit. Finally, this is a capital equipment, and companies depreciate the, the capital equipment purchases. So when you start doing the overall cash flow, and this is something that we help you with. We, uh, we take your interval data. We estimate the savings on the utility rate that you have today versus other options of utility rates. And then we put together a cash flow model to show you the type of return that you get. So if you're in one of those areas that have these high demand charges, and you start applying this California incentive, it's uh, really remarkable the kind of payback that you can get. And there's really no use waiting for 
three or four more years till the battery prices come down because this California incentive will be fading away. And we're really buying ca- batteries in California at 2025 uh, pricing with this incentive program. So you really need to act now because this, the budget of money will dissipate over time. And, um, you know, we've been working on the S-CHIP programs, going to the quarterly meetings, and really understanding all of the intricate details. It's, it's not trivial. It's a 121-page uh, handbook and lots of different uh, references in there. So uh, I won't quite say well, we've mastered it, but um, we are getting people through that process and um, you know, helping to get these systems in the ground. So just you know, a ballpark. We got a, a million dollar system. You got a, a four hundred thousand dollar rebate that comes from the state, so that's down to six hundred thousand. You got a thirty percent tax credit on top of that, so now you're down to four hundred twenty thousand dollars, and you've got another twenty percent um, uh, present value of uh, the accelerated depreciation. So you know, you're now looking at one of those systems that's going to cost like. Three hundred thousand dollars down right. from a down from a million. That's right, and and your target in this in this in this example is seventy thousand dollar a month demand charges. So if you can hit half of those demand charges, you know, at thirty five thousand a month or so, you're talking about a you know a one year payback. Yeah, that's that's a pretty pretty significant. That that's why it's starting to make sense. Now, what about financing? I mean, what if companies can't come up with the whole nut? Yeah, so there is financing available. I would say that when we started Adara Power in 2013, a lot of the finance people were on the sidelines. They would finance solar, but they're not very comfortable with uh, energy storage, the long-term performance, reliability. But now we've really seen a big change in the last year. We have lots of finance companies coming to us saying, you know, share some technical details so that we can get comfortable putting finance packages behind it. So now we offer power purchase agreements we offer loan and lease financing. And there's also a program called PACE, which allows a company to put the purchase on their property taxes. And that's essentially another no money down program. And, you know, depending on how you treat your property taxes, that's a deductible type expense. Yeah, the PACE is a really good idea. Property assess clean energy and where it really starts to make sense for commercial customers is even for companies that are leasing their, their building. Because if you're on a triple net lease, that means you're paying the property taxes and the, the repayment of the loan goes through the property taxes. So as long as you're there, you're automatically paying back the loan and therefore the landlord, the owner of the building is going to be ambivalent to the addition of this capital equipment, which is going to dramatically reduce the energy costs. That's right. And, you know, if you do put it on the property taxes, it's much easier to transfer ownership if you were to sell the building in five years down the road, because it's it's not a separate negotiation that takes place. All right. So for people who are you know, involved with commercial buildings, paying commercial electric bills, what's the typical customer profile that would make sense for an Adara power system? Well, I think a customer has to look at just their use of electricity throughout the day. Do they use energy, heavy amounts of energy late in the evening? Because with these time of use changes, the the peak period is no longer 12 in the afternoon till 6 o'clock in the evening. The peak period is shifted from 3 o'clock in the evening till 8 p.m. So you're paying peak energy pricing through 8 o'clock at night. So you have to look at, you know, do I have a lot of electricity use late into the evening? Second, what rate structure am I on? Do I have a high demand charge? And what percentage of my electricity bill has that, uh, is, is that demand charge? 
So those are the, those are the two main aspects. At that point, you know, we would love to just dive in and take a look and, and model it up for you and see if there's a good return on investment. So what electric rates in California, you know, PG&E, Edison, Southern California, Edison, w- which electric rates make the most sense for a storage system like this? Yeah, in PG&E territory, you have the A1 rate and the A10 rate that are really good targets. And uh, for larger buildings, uh, E19 and E20. So these are rate structures that have high de- high peak demand charges. Yeah, it's interesting when I just reflect over the past almost 20 years of what's been going on with electric rates in California. It used to be that the peak periods were from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And solar made a tremendous amount of sense then because that's when the solar was generating the maximum amount of power. Now, the utilities have, have done a couple things to make sure that they, don't, that they maximize their profits. One is they're pushing the peak periods later in the day because realistically that's when there's the peak demand for electricity because so many people have solar and so many there's so much utility scale solar right there so the, those peaks are getting pushed down to heck sometimes 4 p.m to 9 p.m and the second obviously is they keep raising rates so you know electric rates used to be you know at an average of like 15 cents and probably california residential it's more like 30 now and for commercial it keeps going up and up too so the trend is going to be pretty much inevitably that the peaks are going to go later the rates are going to go up there's going to be more demand charges and you know h- how can a company minimize those costs it's going to be with storage and solar they, they become their own utility and they're basically going to only need to be tied into the utility for, for baseload power when, when the, you know, the sun's not shining. What's the customer process getting started when somebody says, okay, I'm interested, here's my information? How do they engage with Adara? So uh, Adara has a, a set of uh, solar installer partners, and uh, Cinnamon Solar is a, is a you know, type of company that we work with. Um, but you can come direct to adarapower.com and contact us through that channel or go to th- some of our solar installer partners. And, um, you know, collectively we work with these installers because we're, we're not going to send uh, an installation team out to the site. We have licensed and trusted contractors that know the area, know the local permitting groups. So we work with those type of folks to make sure that it's the cleanest process as possible to uh, understand the the payback and, and help you know, answer any questions along the way, but also then to get the system in the ground, permitted and interconnected through the utility. And how long does it take kind of from when a company approaches you till, you know, when the system's ready to be turned on? Well, um, the analysis part t- typically takes uh, just a couple days really to put together a proposal. Um, most companies as, a, you know, different from residential where you've got two people making the decision, Companies need to go to maybe their their uh, facilities people, their CEOs, their board of directors on on different capital projects. So we say we tend to see that process um, taking another month or so. Um, but once we get that agreement, we go ahead and we file these in California the self generation incentive program uh, um, application. Then uh, we can turn around and get the system and get the product on order. The um, the industry is building more and more factories, trying to keep up. So we're looking at some pretty decent lead times right now on the batteries. Um, and Adara is working with a couple different battery partners to make sure that uh, we we keep that supply coming. Okay. How, how can people get in touch with Adara? 
Well, Adara, um, you can go to the website. That's probably the best bet. You can see some product information, a little background on the company. But the website is www.adarapower.com, A-D-A-R-A, power.com. Okay, great. Well, that's all the time we've got on this week's Energy Show. Thanks, Neil, for joining us on the show, and thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts.